Yo, what's going on, Ida Bro? It's your boy, Jerry, the Fitness General, Washington. Yes, and that moniker means, yes, we have another episode of the General Fitness Company cast. Episode number 27, to be exact. And today is a very interesting episode. Today I met with a lady named Lucero Gutierrez. I do not personally know Lucero, and I thought this would be interesting to push the boundaries of my podcast and have some interviews with people that I don't know. So today, she's interesting because I had found her by doing an Instagram search. I was looking up different hashtags and how I can hashtag my most recent picture. It was just a couple weeks ago, but I was trying to find how I can hashtag my most recent picture so I can get uh, the most discoverability. And I found a hashtag that had an interesting, I can't remember what the hashtag was, uh, but I found a hashtag that was very interesting and had a lot of uh, interesting quotes. And I saw hers was one of them. And it really resonated with me for some reason. Sometimes you just have those things that resonate with you at the right time and the right place. And it's really kind of, it, it gets meta sometimes. You're like, oh, that was like perfect. And the reason why I say that is because we had a great conversation with this interview. I really enjoyed our interview. And I think that you'll see why I enjoyed the interview so much. When you hear it, she has a lot of interesting insight, and I think she really is going going to do some great things with her podcast. We'll talk about it a little bit more in the podcast. But before we get this episode underway, you know I'd really appreciate it, and Lucero would appreciate it as well if you would share this podcast. You can do that very easily. You can copy the link. You can send that link over to a friend via text message or you can take a screenshot and post it up on your social media put it up there maybe add some audio if you want to get fancy but just you can put a screenshot that'd be cool have one of your friends find it and maybe they'll think it's cool and they'll check it out and say hey that general fitness company cast is pretty good and you can be one of those cool people that introduce your friends to something really awesome anyways let's go ahead and get this episode underway episode number 27 of the general fitness company cast the proverbial woman with Lucero Gutierrez. Lego! Is it Lucero? Yeah, it's Lucero. You, you said it perfectly. I'm really, really impressed. Yeah, I know, right? I, I just, I'm, I'm a fan of like languages and I like to try to pronounce things the way people pronounce them. I remember back when people were making fun of like Barack Obama because he said Pakistan instead of Pakistan. Remember, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, but everybody was like, oh, he's saying yeah. Pakistan, but it's because that's how they say it over there. So I just like, I'm a fan of like saying things the way people would say it in their language, you know? So. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I love my name, but people can't ever pronounce it. So I always just go by Lucy because it's so much easier for people to read and say it than it is like my name, Lucero. So, um, but I actually, I love my name. Yeah. I don't really go by it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of, a, it's refreshing to have someone to actually say it right and you be like, yes, that is me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is refreshing to be able to actually go by my name. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I guess being on, on that note, let's kind of talk a little bit about you. Let's give my fans and uh, your future fans a little bit of a, like a 90 second bio background of who you are and what you're doing and how you're looking to help out the, the world in general. Okay, so 90-second bio. <laughs> so my name is Lucero. I am Cuban-American. So I was actually first-generation born Cuban. Um, first in my family to go to college. I'll be finished this year. And this year, I actually decided to start a podcast. I want to reach women, and mostly women, but of course, it's not going to be restricted or limited to women. Um, but I just want to really get out there and talk to 
to women about um, what it's like to be us and life and growth and uh, lessons that we learn in love and relationships and business. Um, because I, I think that we need a lot more positivity. We need a lot more uh, a community of like-minded women that can help each other through like these tough times that we go through. And you know, we don't hear a lot of that, especially on social media. Like, there's all the influencers and everything. But anyway, oh, I, I, I just really want to be a positive influence and. Hopefully, add value to people's lives. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's like what they say: uh, love makes the world go round, right? So, you say you want to you want to help out women. What specifically made you uh, single out women as a uh, as a potential group that you want to help? Well, I always think of the saying that I read, and it said, "Be who you needed when you were younger." And I think there was an, a time period in my life where I could have used a, a, a good role model. And I have a, a fantastic mom. I was raised by a single mother, and she raised my sister and myself. And you know, she did such a great job with us, especially given the circumstances, being a single mom and handling everything on her own. But like, no parent is perfect, you know. And there was an, some, somebody to teach me those valuable lessons in my life, like things that I wish I I could spare other people from going through heartbreak, difficult circumstances, you know, rebellion, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And you, we never really learn how to how to navigate that. We don't learn how to navigate like heartbreak, and we don't learn how to navigate struggles and things like that. I agree know? with that. No, like, where where exactly are you from? I was born in Key West. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering, I, like, where are you from? Yeah, right I've now? lived in Florida my whole life. I live in Tampa right now. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Where is Tampa? I can't even think about where it is on the map. I know it's like somewhere by Orlando. Yeah, or no? Uh, yeah, it's it's more like it's closer to the. <laughs> West coast of Florida, okay. like the Bay Area. You know we're gonna do geography on the podcast today. What's the capital of Albania? What's the capital of Albania? No, I'm playing. Florida's just such a big state. There's so much stuff going on in that, in that state. So, like, what's it like to be like a Floridian and people always talking about talking mess about Florida? Is it really true? Like, Florida is how it is. People just kind of like running wild and do whatever they want. <laughs> I wouldn't say anybody's running wild doing what they want. It seems like that's definitely true what they say about like it's always beach weather. Uh-huh. And I think Florida has like a lot of. Hispanic population, so, and I don't know if you know anything about, like, the Spanish culture, but we love the party. <laughs> so it's just real chill, huh? Have a good time. So, because so, I'm just thinking about, like, not too long ago, they had, like, a little, it wasn't even a meme, but it was, like, something going on where they had, where you could type in, like, on Google, and type in, like, Florida man, and then say, like, your birthday, and you'd get to see something real crazy about, like, what happened on that specific day. It was always, like, somebody did something on that day, and I was, like, going around for a while. I remember seeing it on, like, Facebook and Instagram. People were, like, Florida man, and they put their birthday in and be, like, ate a monkey's head off or something like that. <laughs> I've never heard of this. I'm under a rock, I you, swear. Yeah, you got to get on that because I'm telling you, people are like, that's like real deal. Like, you can put type that in. I don't think you can do that with any other state except for Florida. Florida, man, <laughs> you put your birthday and then you just find the most ridiculous stuff. I, I didn't even know that that was going around on social media, but I mean, I guess it wouldn't really surprise me because they're wild down here. Everybody's wild down here. Like, right. <laughs> you know. you party, I guess you party and you just get, get, get a little carried away and bite a monkey's head off, I guess, or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you Oh, I didn't even think about that. You know what? You could be right, though. Because, yeah, you, oh, I didn't even think about that. You might be right. It might be not even the Floridians after all. It might be just like people going down to vacation in Florida and just party up and just get a little bit too carried away. <laughs> exactly. I like it. That's, I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, fair enough. Well, that's a good that's, that's a good answer on that one. So I was just thinking about you were saying that you're trying to you, you'd like to help out women. Now I'm just thinking like why would why women as opposed I mean like it's just kind of a, a question just you know play devil's advocate if that maybe we could find out we could both find out more about how we can um, you know talk about more topics in the future like in your podcast and my podcast. But I'm just thinking like why not say Hispanic people or people from Florida? Why specifically women? Do you find that it's just that women are are more negative or they need more help or is there something specific besides you being a woman that you feel like you can offer to women as opposed to the people of Florida or Hispanic people or what is, what is yeah. it specifically? I, I would just say it's just relatability. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't, what can I really tell a man about 
life or let me take that back. Not that I can't tell a man anything about life, love, mm-hmm. relationships, business, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's, there's not that same level of relatability. I can't say, oh, do you know what I mean? Do you know like how difficult it is to be a woman in business? Mm-hmm. You, you don't, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, but you, you, you wouldn't understand it on the same level that a woman does. Does that make sense? I, I, that I, I do agree with you on that. And I was, the reason why I pose that question is kind of a loaded question a little bit. <laughs> but well, reason, well, how about it? Yeah, the reason why I pose that question, though, is because it's something that I've been kind of getting into recently is that like, and it's been something that has kind of struck true with a little bit of my audience is that I've been talking lately about how everybody has issues, like nobody's perfect and everybody has, everybody essentially suffers the same fate, which is death. And everybody essentially suffers from some type of issue. We're all oppressed in some type of way, whether you be black or uh, Hispanic or Chinese or a transvestite or male or female. I feel like everybody in some way is, uh, is, is, has some transgressions against them in certain ways. And like a, the reason why, like I said, pose that question is because I feel like Sometimes we might get pigeonholed into thinking that because we aden- because we may identify with a specific group that we should only talk to that specific group rather than saying well these are the struggles that I deal with as like you know a woman or a Hispanic woman or a, you know a white man or you know whatever group that you might identify with but I think if you can just talk about those specific struggles maybe there's like something that everybody can actually get something from and everybody can really say oh well I get where you're coming from and that and it might not be specific to me where. I don't even. I can't even think of a woman's issue off the top of my head. I mean, <laughs> there are obviously, but I don't want to like say you know off the top of my head say something that might not be uh, accurate when I'm on a, a rant about something else. <laughs> but like I was saying, though, I just I think that we all like like I said, we all suffer from death. We all suffer from some kind of transgressions of some sort, you know. And I just feel like uh, sometimes it's good to maybe uh, broaden the scope a little bit. But I mean, that's just my my point of view because I mean that's just the way I see it. Because I've been personally, I, you know, I'm an African American male, uh, but I was grown. I was raised in a military family, so I saw. I saw a lot around the country and I saw a lot, you know, in my in my life in terms of like culture. You know, I lived in Texas, lived in Hawaii, lived in a lot of places. And it's just interesting to see that like a lot of the stuff that I deal with, quote unquote, you know, like things that happen to me in terms of like maybe racism or you know, people may judge me for one thing or another. I, I see that other people may not it may not be this exact same judgment, so to speak. You know, maybe somebody might judge me saying that I might be ghetto or somebody might say that I might uh, not have the whatever uh, might have the, might have the capacity to be as uh, successful because I'm coming from a not so successful uh, background. But like you know, there's somebody on the other side that might be successful in their own right, and they have these other issues where they, no matter what they do, somebody's going to look at them and say, "Well, daddy funded you for doing that." And I can imagine that's got to be something that's just as just as trying on their on their conscience because you know you could be doing something that's like maybe a twenty million dollar company, and somebody's like, "Well, somebody handed that to you," you know? <laughs> right. No, absolutely. I definitely think like this, we definitely need to do a better job about understanding each other, like really stepping into each other's shoes, because I mm-hmm. think a lot of conflict arises just from lack of understanding, and, and lack of understanding creates fear, and I think that that's like, if we want to, you know, specifically talking about like African Americans, if we want to go back to the days of slavery all the way back then, mm-hmm. I think that came about not just for like superiority, but I think it was fear, like it was conquer them before they conquer us type thing, yeah, exactly. and it's just a lack of understanding, it was such a, it's, it's an exotic people, an exotic race that they've never seen before, and you know, like I said, then they, of course, they commercialize and then they do it just to make money, <laughs> definitely greed, but I think a lot of problems arise just from lack of understanding, you know, um, we women like to always say like, oh God, who would understand these men, like I can't, I don't understand them, but yeah. then they say the same thing about us, yeah, sure. um, so I definitely think like a lot could be gained from trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes more, mm-hmm. more often, you know, and, and I do agree with you that we're all a lot more alike than we think we are, and I think, like, art and music testifies to that, because it's so timeless, we can listen to a song from, you know, 50, 60, 70 years ago, and it's talking about things that we're going through or feeling right now, so that just goes to show I'm not the first person to feel this way or think these thoughts or have these emotions, and it dates back to years and years and years ago, so obviously there's 
there is a common thread, you know, in humanity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I, I do think we are a lot more like than we think we are. Uh-huh. But like I said, I think also me speaking to women specifically is just because we can all say like we've had these shared experiences mm-hmm. and view it through the lens of women, like of being a woman, because obviously we all have our own lens that we see things through. You view things not just as a man, but as an African American man. Where uh-huh. I view things as a woman, I view things as a minority woman, as a you know immigrant family. Like, but we all have lens that we view things from, you know. Yeah. And I think that that's why, not that I'm limiting myself to speaking to only women. I do. I want my podcast to be something that anybody can listen to mm-hmm. and pull something out of it. And that's why even the people that I plan to interview on the podcast. They're not going to be just women that I will be interviewing because I think there's lessons to be learned from anybody. Yeah. You know, anybody can teach us a lesson. Mm-hmm. But I say I direct it more towards women in the sense that there's an there is a level of intimacy and relatability, woman to woman. There's things that you know everybody has their roles in your life. You know, you wouldn't turn to your as a, as a female. I wouldn't turn to my boyfriend to talk to him about female issues. Cause you'd be like, <laughs> like I don't want to hear that. <laughs> you yeah, know? That's true. Like, yeah, I you know it. what I'm saying? So there's just, there's things that there are needs that can only be met by somebody. Who is more like you? But, you know, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 totally, I totally agree with you on that. I was just wondering. I was thinking, you know, like, like I said, playing devil's advocate. So I was just thinking, like, what what specific issues would you think? Because um, obviously you're going to have a podcast. So what specific issues would you, can you think off the top of your head that might be something that, like, say for instance, you might be able to address more than say you know, just another male or say, say somebody a a female that is not of uh, is not of your cult, of your heritage, your culture, or somebody that's Asian that's female as opposed to yourself. Like, what is it that you're that you're bringing? There are issues across the board, you know, with women in general that mm-hmm. I do want to talk about. And, and these are all very prevalent in our world today. Yeah. You know, the whole Me Too movement, sexual harassment, things like that. Absolutely. Um, that any woman can understand on their own level. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as an Instagram message, which you would not believe the stuff that comes into my DMs. I'm, like what? Like what? Or, like what do people say in your DMs? This is interesting. Oh, oh, it's, it's vulgar. Really? Vulgar and disrespectful. It's really? a lot of, it blows my mind. I had a very recent experience with a man that... You know, we had been texting each other for a couple of weeks, okay. um, but we hadn't we hadn't met yet. We had just been, you know, talking, uh-huh. and and then one day he sends me a message on Instagram, uh-huh. and I don't even know if I should say this. Like, I don't know what your audience. No, it is what it is. What he said. It is what it is. Like, you know, like if we, yeah. it, you know, if you if you listen to it, maybe uh, we listen to it afterwards. It can edit and cut it out, or we can. Okay. Be, it is what yeah, it is. So he he said he said um, I, I want to be inside you. He literally so, said that. He literally, I could send you, I could show you screenshots of this. Like, I'm, I'm not making this up. Like, I, I have a screenshot of proof, you know? Oh um, so he said, I want to be inside you. And I'm like, I don't even know you okay. like that. I don't even know you like that, bro. <laughs> I ignored, I ignored it and I didn't respond to him. And like two days later, he sends me a text. And mind you, like, the nature of our text had never indicated that he'd have any kind of, like, freedom to do so. You know, I never gave him any reason to believe that he, he could get away with saying something like that to me. And uh-huh. like I said, I have the text thread to back that up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. People, this, this culture likes to say, like, well, did you, did you encourage it? Did you lead him to believe? No. Yeah, I yeah. did it. Never. Uh-huh. Um, so then, a couple of days later, he sends me a text and he said, "I still, I still want you." And so then I responded oh, to him yeah. and I'm like, "Is that how you shop?" And he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" I was like, "Well, I'm just saying that's how you pick out a pair of shoes. That's not how you talk to a woman. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not uh, something you're just gonna say I want that and then you think you can have you it. You can have it, right?" <laughs> yeah. I said at the end, said, you know, at the end of the day, like I told you from the jump, it's all you're looking for is sex. Uh-huh. Talking to the wrong girl. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, don't waste my time and I won't waste your time, uh-huh. whatever. And so then he responded and he said, well, you seem uptight. It was nice uh, to meet you. Uh, and I said, what? we never met. 
you never even yeah. met me. We never even met in person. So what are you talking about? Nice to meet you. But then, like a week later, he posts a picture of him and his daughter. And the caption was talking about how he wants to raise his daughter to know that her her value is more than um her more than her appearance. Blah blah. Uh-huh. I respond because at this at this point, I'm just like, oh no, you're, you're about to hear from me. Oh no. Who's that? Oh. I respond like laughing with a crying laughing face. He's like, is that funny? And I said, no, I don't think that's funny at all. I think it's great for you to teach her that, but I just think it's very ironic. But you're not. Exactly how you want to instill these values in your daughter, and yet I get called, I get accused of being uptight for expecting the same level of respect that you would tell your daughter to expect from a man. If a man who had never met her Mm -hmm. had split up in her DMs in the ways that you had split up in mine, Mm -hmm. you would have told her that's unacceptable and disrespectful and told her to draw a boundary. Yeah, absolutely. But I did it, and you accused me of being uptight. And I said, so at the end of the day, who? How, how can you preach that when yeah. you don't uphold those values? You, know? you, you were dumbfounded by the whole thing. You were like, wait, what? He must have not liked my response or uh-huh. whatever it is because then I didn't hear from him for a couple days. And then like a couple days later, he texted me back and he, he texted me and he was like, let's go out tonight. And I was like, mm, no, that's just a fail. <laughs> wow. That, so these, are the, oh, these are the things that, you know, I can't speak I can't speak on behalf of men. And that's why I say my passion is for women. I, I want women to know and to understand mm-hmm. the value, their worth, self-respect, dignity. There's so much of our culture that I feel like is, is putting a lot of this aside. Like, mm-hmm. social media is perpetuating the culture. I, I don't even know how to... See, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I see where you're kind of going with that. But I, I, in a way, I disagree with you because... All right, so we look at it this way. Social media is perpetuating uh, this whole this this whole notion that we should be selling sex, and I, I guess that's kind of where you were going. That like you know you have women that are okay. Instagram influencers that are essentially like not doing nothing but just staring into the camera, wearing nothing but like maybe a, a couple bandages or something like that. And here's the thing: to each his own. That is your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do do with your body as you want to do with your body. Yeah. Now, that is not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. But I have had guys tell me I used to have to work for news. Mm-hmm. And they no longer have to do that. Now, are we being over-sexualized? Yes, we are mm-hmm. absolutely being over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. But somehow, this is not a generalization. Like, yeah. I, I do not at all have all men under one classification. I truly believe that these, there are just the rare few that just take these liberties and believe that they have the right to disrespect somebody yeah. in that way. Well, it's a, cer- it's a certain type of male, of course, right? I mean, just like... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's not all of them. It is not... I am not over-generalizing or classifying mm-hmm. all men under this one category. Yeah. I'm well, just saying that I think social media has made it easier uh-huh. for that to be perpetuated because it's so simple, it's so easy to hide behind the phone and the internet. You don't have to look me in the eyes to disrespect me. Of course. You can just disrespect me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, yeah, of course. Well, I just want, that's, that's kind of the point I was, uh, I was going for there is just that like, you see that like you were saying that it, it's it's we're essentially we're not changing what we're doing more or less. I mean, with social media, it's not changing who we are. It's essentially exposing who we are. It's like we used to do uh-huh. it, we used to just do it like on a smaller scale or in a different scale back in the days. You know, like instead of well, instead of say for instance, you're putting up your you know your daily glamour shots with your filters or something like that. You would just like if you had a pimple, you just wouldn't take a picture. You know, <laughs> rather than putting a bunch of filters on it. But at the same time, it's like also exposing those uh, those those men that you know instead of like you know just seeing those pictures that are in the magazines on Playboy that used to get they used to get like once a month or I don't know what the, the, the schedule was but you know they get to just have a, they just click and they can interact so and it's right there yeah, yeah. so I, I think uh, what it is though is what I'm where I'm going with this is that some people like like to think that it's like people men are getting worse or people are getting worse but it's really the fact that uh, what we are now is that we have to just we're, we're getting more and more exposed for who we are as human beings and so we're gonna have to instead of kind of being who we, you know doing what we did before and just covering up and having these just limited opportunities to show what we show you have to really just break it down and show or break it down and actually be different people like you know there's no covering up anymore so I, I see where it's, it's, it's definitely valid to be speaking to uh, women in that sense and just give, give uh, women some empowerment and ha- you know break free of this whole uh, you know, this me too and these men that are you know not acting the way they, they should but uh, the reason why I'm just bringing this up is just because I really feel like 
men and women have been kind of the same since day one. It's just now we have more of an opportunity to show what we are. And <laughs> Absolutely. So, and that's the internet dehumanizes it. Yeah, exactly. You forget. And in his case, and this is why like, I wanted to reference like, him as an example, mm-hmm. um, because that's just one example of many, and I'm sure other women have worse stories. But in his case, I can say he's not seeing me as a human being, yeah. as a woman. He's just seeing me as another picture or another you know, social media profile mm-hmm. and thinks that it's okay. But at the end of the day, if you think about that, the same way that you're talking about instilling these values in your daughter, well, I'm somebody's daughter. Exactly. I'm somebody's daughter. So exactly. what makes that okay and any different? Mm-hmm. And it's just the fact that social media, the internet, it dehumanizes because mm-hmm. it just looks like just another another thing on your timeline. Like it's just a message that you have, that you can send and you don't have to face the consequences. You don't have to look me in the eyes and see the, the enraged feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to suffer those consequences because yeah. if you were standing in front of me, I'd probably be like, you're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, you, you, don't have to, you don't have to do that because you don't get that. Fe- you don't get that immediate feedback like you would as if you were exactly. in person. So yeah, I totally. And so I totally think it's made it a lot easier. And I'm sure, honestly, I'm sure it probably worked for him a couple of times. Well, like, honestly, he's got a daughter. <laughs> he definitely worked at least once. He's got a daughter. <laughs> you know, I obviously would never say any names, but yeah. somebody. He's got several hundred thousand followers, and I I know who he is. I Google searched him, so oh. he's. His net worth is up, up there. So, like, I know, mm. I wonder how much of that has to do with power. You know, how much of that has to do with you think that you have all this power. And who knows? Like, I, I honestly, I cannot pretend to understand or to know what was going on in his mind. I really can't. Well, you <laughs> this know, is the type of thing that yeah. I say, although I can speak to anybody. Uh-huh. That's why I be- Right. Yeah, that's why I'd be in more. I get it, because yeah, I can totally. Yeah, a guy wouldn't get a guy wouldn't get wouldn't get that, but he would get kind of like you feeling some type of way. But I don't think he would get it the same way as a woman, because a woman has had that experience, and I've I've definitely never gotten any DMs with any <laughs> woman saying she loves me. It would add value to the to a man. Yeah, absolutely. I believe it would add value to a man to listen to it, because mm-hmm. you need to understand what you're doing as a man if you're sending these type of messages. You absolutely. need to understand what you're what type of message you're relaying to a woman too. Mm-hmm. You're relaying that she's a piece of meat. That mm-hmm. She's just. You know, just another piece of meat out there for you to conquer for you. Oh, because I want, quote unquote, I want you. I don't care what the hell you want. I want a million dollars. How about that? (laughs) You ain't getting it. (laughs) Like, we don't, you know, this is where I say, like, I want it. My podcast is going to be for anybody, for Mm -hmm. any listener. Mm -hmm. But it's directed towards women and women empowerment and women positivity because I want women to understand also, like, their own value and their self-worth and their voice. Um, And it's not just topics like this. Like, that probably would be, like, a very rare topic. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. all... You know, my podcast is called The L Podcast. And yep, it's, I saw that. It's the same we say, taking the L, like, took the L. Mm-hmm. Instead of a loss, we're taking the lesson. And so I just want to talk about things that, like, we perceive as losses in our life because ultimately our greatest um, lessons are disguised as losses. Oh, yeah. So w- the biggest things we learn out of life are in those moments that we think we've lost or we failed in some way, and we pull a very, very valuable lesson from it and flip it. You know, we turn it and we make it into something positive. Um, and so that's what my podcast is really going to be talking about. But I'm sure that these, these issues and these, co- these uh, conversations will definitely be coming up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's very prevalent in society today. It's like really like people are trying to figure out what in the world is going on because it's just like, it's, it's it seems like everything is just moving so fast and everybody's really trying to figure out what their place is because like, you know, just as recently as like a hundred years ago, maybe even 50 years ago, like, you know, you pretty much had like, all right, the guys go off to work, the woman stays at home and she cooks and cleans and the guy goes off and makes bacon and, and then the guy dies at like 60 because he's like all stressed out because he's not really fulfilling his role as a person and the, the woman's just lost after he's dead because like she was only doing that, you know, and that was just kind of like how it worked and then people were like, well, that's not, that doesn't sound like a really good thing, you know, like maybe we should start ch- chasing happiness. And, <laughs> 
you know, we started doing the chasing happiness. But the thing is that I feel like now from like, we went from one extreme, right? To where we're so regimented as like, man does this, woman does this, right? And then we went to the other extreme where it's like, just chase happiness and be whoever you want to be. And then, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, whatever you want to look at it. So I think we kind of almost went too far and then trying to find our identity. So there's got to be, I feel like, you know, you know, between just us trying to figure out who we are and social media, who, who we are as individuals, like, I think there's a way that we have to kind of find that middle ground where we can find like that regiment that, all right, this is what the truth is. This is what really is going to work for us as a society, as, as individuals. And this is, you know, the freedoms and liberties we can take with this. But I find that it's kind of difficult that right now where we are just because everybody is just kind of scrambling to find their identity and uh, what, what really works for them. So. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think that there, um, that there is like an identity crisis. Mm -hmm. um, this, I believe a lot of it has to do with we, we just don't know ourselves. We don't take the time to know ourselves because there's so much noise. There's so much noise around us. There's, there are so many things vying for our attention constantly. So we never really have a moment of like complete quiet and complete solitude. We're never alone. Yeah. Because even when we're physically alone, our phones are ringing. <laughs> like our, phone, our, our text messages are coming through. Our phones are ringing. Like social media, like there's always something vying for our attention. And I think that this has created um, this like inability to be alone with ourselves and to really like know ourselves. I always want to say it's kind of like um, going on a date. Uh -huh. You know, you have to date yourself. You have to really, like, date yourself and get to know yourself and, like, discover these parts. And, and a lot of it is literally through, like, intrapersonal conversation, like, talking to yourself. Mm -hmm. I would sit on my couch and be like, oh, Lucy, why do you think you were feeling this way today? Like, why do you think you went through that? And it sounds, I, I probably, if anybody were watching me, mm -hmm. I'd probably sound or look nuts. Yeah. It's like dating. And our world is like, if you're going on a date and you're at a restaurant, mm -hmm. it's so loud in this restaurant. You're trying to have a conversation with this person. It's so loud. You just hear plates clanging and, you know, the forks and everybody's laughing and there's a lot of conversation. And the waiter keeps walking by and interrupting, asking if everything's okay, if you need anything else. Like, there's all this commotion going on in this restaurant. How will you ever be able to hear the other person? You're trying to get to know this person and, like, see, like, what they're all about. And you can't even hear them because there's so much going on and you're distracted and your phone's on your on the table and it's ringing all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what our world is like for us. Like, so as an individual, that's what the world is like. When I'm trying to date myself, everything's screaming at me. There's place clinging and, like, you know, <laughs> the waiter keeps walking by and my phone's ringing. And so I never take the time to sit in peace and quiet and really get to know myself and listen to myself and, and understand my thoughts and my emotions and how I work and what makes me tick. So you do that now when you say you think you need it more. What do you do to, when you're actually trying to be alone? Like, what do you, do you meditate? Like, what is that that you actually do? So this is actually the first year that I live alone, okay. um, which is really exciting for me. Like, I had a roommate before, so this is the first time that I've actually had to be alone. And the first month, I want to say, I was so depressed. <laughs> My apartment <laughs> just felt so big and so empty, and I was so sad. How many siblings do you have? I was just like, the younger sister, but she lives on her own also. Um, okay. She has her own place, and then I, have, I, I live in Brandon, which is, you know, Tampa area, but yeah. yeah center of Canva. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyways, so this is the first year that I actually had to face myself and face uh -huh. what being alone, you know, mm -hmm. and, and confront like what that feels like and really like embrace and accept it. And so the first month was awful. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I really started to like get into my own, my own comfort zone. Like my apartment became home to me. I made it a home. I put up pictures. I did all kinds of stuff. And so now like I have this ritual and the first at least half hour of the morning and the last half hour of the day, I don't look at my phone at all. Okay. So I, I literally make that like no phone time. That's it. Uh -huh. I do meditate. I love to read. Um, I write a lot. I love writing. I get it. I just find things that I love doing, and I, I make that my me time, my personal development time. It's, it's my selfish time. It's my time where I'm like, I don't want to hear about the problems of the world or anybody's problems. I, I need to face some of my own problems like within myself, you know, some of the frustrations of the day. I need to confront those things and, like, spend some time with myself and talk to myself and, you know, get to know myself. And then tomorrow I will be better equipped to 
save everybody else and to handle everybody else. How can I pour into you if I'm not pouring into myself? Yeah, you know, I just think that there is no right way to do it. It's a matter of finding what works for you, taking the time to getting to know yourself and see what makes you feel better. What do you love to do? If you love to read, then read a book. If you love to work out, go work out. If you love to sit in quiet and just literally sit there, then do that. If you want to meditate or do yoga, then do that. Whatever it is you love to do. So I turn off all the lights in my apartment and I just light a couple candles enough to like be able to see and not you know, stub my toe on the bed or anything. <laughs> um, so I turn off all the lights, I light some candles and I just sit in quiet. And it's so nice. The stillness is so it's refreshing. It's really refreshing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because we definitely don't have that much that, that type of time anymore. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> that's interesting how that works. But that's cool. So you guys, so you, you spend 30 minutes in the evening time. And I, I would assume that that's kind of, that sounds like it would be a little tougher in the morning time to do that, 30 minutes in the morning. It is. Um, so in the morning, like, it's not necessarily sitting in quiet, uh -huh. but it's not not allowing any distractions. So like I said, I won't touch my phone at all for the first half hour of the day. Okay. Um, so I won't check social media. I won't do any of that stuff because I listened to this podcast a while ago and it was saying how like it trains your mind to be reactive. Mm -hmm. um, and so I told myself I need to break that habit because it was the very first thing that I would do is turn around and check my phone. Mm -hmm. But what I'll do is like I'll be making my breakfast and I'm just sitting in complete quiet. Like it's silent and I'm just cooking and then I'll, I'll sit down and eat. So it is tougher to like just sit still, mm -hmm. but I'm still sitting quiet in time with myself. And you feel like that's a little bit better for you than uh, actually having like your phone out and reading something oh, yeah. or looking at okay. Uh, it's, it's quality time with yourself. And you know, I, I think it looks different for everybody. I can't, I can't say that somebody who has kids can do the same thing oh, because no, yeah. they're there all the time. Of, of course, yeah. Care. But you have to find what works for you. You yeah, know, you have to sure. find, if that means the 10 minutes while they're taking a nap or the 10 minutes while you're in the shower, uh -huh. 10 minutes is better than nothing. Yeah, so it doesn't necessarily, you're not advocating that it needs to be 30 minutes a night, 30 minutes a day. You're just saying, essentially, okay. you have to find some time, whatever time you can to have that time with yourself so you can reflect and yeah. process stuff. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I totally, I, I, I think agree that, with that. that would help that this identity crisis we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a scramble for people to discover who they are because they really don't even know who they are outside of their social media personas mm -hmm. or who they are on the internet or whatever, whatever it is. Like, yeah, I agree. people don't know who they are outside of that. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I agree. It's just because, yeah, it's, it, social media has definitely amplified that. But I think, you know, you can look back just from the dawn of time just people were literally just living in fear of judgment of others. So whether it be just like, you know, social media, whether it be put writing stuff on the bathroom walls, like for a good time called Lucy or whatnot, you know, it's like everybody was trying to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody at one point in time is just trying to put that their best face on or trying to at least, you know, either play offense where they're, you know, building themselves up or playing defense where they're breaking someone else down. But uh -huh. as I said before, I think, you know, social media just amplifies that. And because people are living in judgment or either fear of judgment or in judgment of others. I don't, yeah, it's, it's even amplified even more. But I think at the same time, we're also seeing the flip side is it because it's been amplified so much. So many people are actually talking about that, you know, self-care and self-worth and actually trying to figure out, you know, who they really are. And meditation has become a really huge space recently. I mean, who was talking about meditation 15 years ago, right? Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like those monks. So, you know, it's kind of interesting if you think about it. It's just like with everything has its cost and its benefit, right? You always have those cost-benefit analysis. And you can see that like with the Internet and social media, people have been able to have a little bit more connection with others, and they've been able to find out more about them themselves and like their interests, you know, because you can randomly search on stuff on YouTube and Google and be like, uh -huh. oh, that's interesting. You know, I never thought I'd be yeah, interested yeah, there's in that. definitely a lot of bones to it. Like, we mm -hmm. wouldn't be, without the technology, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. Right. You know, it does connect people together, and that's, there's just a beautiful sense of community and being able to find people who think like you or who want to hear what you have to say or who want to, you know, or vice versa, mm -hmm, who want yeah. to share in that conversation together. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's like you said, there's, there are pros and there are cons, and I think it's all about finding a balance. Yeah, that's, and that's, we don't we don't know the word balance. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's really tough, you know. It's like it's anything. It's like a lot of things we have that are just exist that are existing st structures that have just pretty much existed since the dawn of time, and we're just trying to really figure out what the nuances are. The nuances always change, and 
it's changing faster and faster. So it's like, <laughs> you know, and it's funny that you were talking about, um, it's funny that you're saying like how, it, you know, who, who used to talk about meditation 15 years ago and like, there's a lot more focus on self care and all this stuff. And a lot of times I sit there, mm -hmm. I wonder how many of you are actually doing that or are you just participating in the clutter, like the conversation <laughs> because you want to have something to talk about also. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing is like differentiating when you're really doing something to truly do it mm -hmm. for yourself and for the benefits or when you're doing something just because that's the next Thing to do. The like, next best thing, right? You're supposed to do. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you hear that all the time, right? I mean, that's essentially like you know, it's kind of that's it's a parallel to what I was talking about. Is essentially people are living in you know, in fear of judgment. It's just like you mm -hmm. know, whether whether they're whether they're judging other people for not being part of their crew or they're judging people because they're part of another crew. It's just like everybody wants to be on the side of the of the correct or the right side, as, as let's say, I guess not not the not opposed to the left side, but the the correct side, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? I like how you had to make that distinction. Yeah, exactly. The right side, as in like the left side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, make make we talk about the correct. So everybody wants to be correct and I think because you know again we can point to social media but because things come out so fast you know you have to almost switch sides so quickly you um, you want to just jump on whatever has the most hits or whatever's trending for the day and you want to be on the on that side and whether it com conflicts with what you had said the day before people don't really care because they just want to be yeah they want to be a part of the conversation yeah exactly and that's kind of the problem with like you know what we see with ideologies is like people end up getting just so stuck on these things that they just want to be like all right, I'm on this this side, and I'm going to be on this side because all my friends are cheering for this side, and this is where we are. <laughs> right. Rather than and you know, I think also it's a very important like distinction to make is that mm -hmm. nobody is telling anybody how to live. Yeah. Like, wish... by no means in my podcast or in yours are is anybody saying like this is the right way to do it. Mm -hmm. Follow what I say. You know, this is what you need to do. Turn off your phone for the first thirty minutes and the last thirty <laughs> minutes of the day. Not at all. But the point is to stir the conversation, like to start those questions in your own mind, like, hmm, mm -hmm. there's some value in that. This maybe work for me. Is that maybe why I struggle with this? Like, that's the point, is just to begin, like, those that, that conversation in your own mind. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and the premise of my podcast, The Elf, that's what all it's, that's all it's about. Yeah, learn some lessons. Bringing, yeah, it's <laughs> bringing something to you, and uh -huh. you do with it as you as you wish. You know? Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I think you're onto something, though, and I think that there's more people that should take heed to what you're doing. It's essentially, it's like, what you're, or at least what you're saying. You're, you'll be getting there soon with the podcast, but at least what you're saying in respect to, like, just kind of share your perspective and be happy with what your perspective is and grow on your strengths. And if people are following your perspective, great, but don't try to cater your message or don't try to cater to what people are saying or don't try to succumb to any kind of outside pressure. Just be you and grow. Right. <laughs> I just want women to feel that and here I go again saying women, people. I just want people, like people <laughs> to become the best versions of themselves. And if I or any of my interviewees or any of my episodes, whatever, could spare you from learning a lesson the hard way, yeah. so that's the point of this. It's just to, it's to share in that, that common human experience Absolutely. that we all have this daily, that's the beauty of humanity, yeah. the complexity of humanity. We all have this daily thing that we go through and it's what we're taking of it every single day. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So you were talking about motivation. What motivates you? What gets you motivated? So part of it is myself. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I want to be the best version of myself that I can be mm -hmm. um, just because I feel like I have a responsibility mm -hmm. to, to bring my talents and my strengths to the world just the same way that you do and that everybody else does. Yeah. Um, and then part of it is my family, which as cliche as that sounds, like I told you earlier, I'm a first generation American, mm -hmm. born American. Yeah. Um, so my family, both my mom and my dad came from Cuba when they were younger. Mm -hmm. And um, my whole family came, you know, to a new country, not knowing where they were going to lay their head that night, basically. Mm -hmm. My dad came on an actual life raft. But I just feel like I, I owe it to them. I owe it to them for the sacrifices that they made and, um, and the struggles that they went through. And my mom, she worked so hard being a single mom and we never went without. We always had a roof over our head and food in our mouths. And so I just, I owe it to them to do the best that I can in this world and leave 
the best, you know, the most positive impact that I possibly can. And whether that means touching one life or 100 or 1,000, whatever, whatever that means, but just doing something with the opportunity that was afforded me when they came here, because there's a lot of people who don't have that. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, definitely honoring, like honoring your, honoring your family in a way. I, I totally get it because I'm actually, I'm not first generation. Uh, immigrant my mom she, my mom she was born in Jamaica but my dad he's American so I get where you're coming from I was raised by a single mom myself and there was definitely some times there where she went without and we just pretty much were gutting it out and you know as an immigrant you know as, as you know like you have that certain like chip on your shoulder because you know you know what it's like to work hard you know you know what it's like to not be entitled and just really have to grind it out and start from scratch so like I totally feel that that you uh you're totally trying to bring that out to other people I can sense that tenacity <laughs> which yeah. is a good thing and it's interesting because this is this is something that you know you and I could probably talk about all day long and <laughs> growing up in two different cultures. You oh, know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I always say I, I'm just Cuban enough to not feel fully American, but mm -hmm. I'm just American enough to not feel fully Cuban. No, I feel so you. <laughs> I always feel like I'm like straddling this line between like the Cuban culture and the American culture, but mm. it made this unique combination that is me. <laughs> and yeah. so that is part of my magic. Yeah. That is part of what I have to bring to the world is with the fact that like I'm straddling this line of cultures and sometimes finding, you know, a way to bring those two together like it's, it's, it's difficult and I'm yeah. sure you know exactly what I'm talking about there's probably things from your mom that you learn and then there's things from yeah, absolutely. Oh man, I tell you, there's like a, there's you know, there's a, there's a laundry list of things, and I tell you, it's just like when I graduated from college, let's put it this way, this is one of the things I can think of. You know, like for Jamaicans, like school is super, super, super important, right? Like or for most immigrants, actually, school is super, super important. Like if you're doing well in school, like that's your way to get ahead in the world, right? Like. Mm -hmm. Unless you yep. unless you're running like a, a business like you know the Koreans they own the nail shops and stuff like that that's how they're rocking it out but for the most part you know we're you know <laughs> for the most part you got to go to school and try to become a doctor or a lawyer or one of those kind of fields so my mom like highly encouraged me to go to school so I went to school and I did my thing and I you know I had a good time but she also encouraged my sister to go to school and. She was kind of more so more entrepreneurial in a way. She was like a more of an artistic free spirit. So school wasn't for her, but like my mom would, she would just always be dwelling on the fact that she never finished school. And you know, like that is one of those things that you see in like uh -huh. immigrant immigrant culture. You know, probably most immigrant cultures as opposed to American culture, where it's just like you know, be an entrepreneur, go and you know, make your own business and take lots <laughs> of risks and you know, <laughs> try to do what you can right. to make it happen. So you know, we totally you totally see those types of uh, dichotomies and the way people think. And it's interesting. Like I said, it's an interesting way to think, but I think it's uh, very valuable because. You know, you have one sense where people are just like, I'm just going to do what I want and just <laughs> take all the risks I want. And, you know, you have the other side that is like, well, we're going to try to play it as safe as we can and try to do it, the, do it the right way or the American dream way. So it's interesting to kind of see that dichotomy and see how that works. So I was actually thinking about that. So what are you doing outside of the podcast? You said you, you went to school or you're going to school? I'm going to school. So I finished my bachelor's degree in December. Okay. And um, like I said, I'm the first in my family. So that's, I'm like super excited and very proud. I definitely have, I definitely brag about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I brag about. Right. And so, yeah, so I finished my bachelor's degree in December, and then I work a full-time job, and I um, got my real estate license, and I was, you know, playing around with real estate for a little while, and then uh -huh. I discovered it's just, it's not for me. I don't love it. It's uh -huh. not my passion. It's not what I feel. Um, I can do it, and I can do it well. You know, it's, I mean, I got my license. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just wasn't for you. I can do it. Mm -hmm. I just, um, but it's not what I love to do. And really what I love to do is just, it's reach people. Like, it's talk to people. It's exactly what we're doing right now. It's yeah. writing. It's the, the more... Um, human aspect, you know. Um, so I decided that I was done with real estate. So I still work my full-time job because I have bills to pay. Uh -huh. what, what, do do? Full -time. <laughs> what do you do to and, pay bills? Huh? What do you do to pay bills? Oh, I, sorry about that. Um, I work in construction. Oh, what? So, what do you do in construction? <laughs> what do you, do? you like make, you yeah, make buildings and stuff? So, no, I don't actually, I'm not on the field. Oh, I was like, what? Construction, yeah, I've worked in construction 
since I was like 19 years old, I first started off working for the uh, building department for Hillsborough County. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started working as a project coordinator for a big, a big, very big company. Um, and then from there, I started working for a permit service. So we actually run all of the permits for the big construction companies, the big builders here in Florida that are putting up all these uh, communities and all this new construction out here. So we do all of their permits for them. Oh, okay. So you're not out there yeah. building the buildings, but you're making no, sure the buildings No, but I am built. dealing with all the plans and all of the permits, you know, I'm making it happen. I'm yeah. ensuring that they can get out there and do all of the actual construction. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. All right. So, okay, that's cool. Well, hey, like you said, you got to pay the bills, and that sounds like that's a respectable thing to do, though. Uh-huh. For the time being, anyways. Oh. Um, you know, the plan is eventually to go full-time entrepreneur, but that's down the line. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, not yet. You're just you're doing what you do right now and just kind of making your way. Exactly. I get it. I get it. Hey, we all have to we all kind of figure it out and find our way, and then eventually we keep going. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, that's what's up, Lucero. This is like a interesting experience. We, like somebody I never talked to, and it just feels like we've been talking forever. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree. And you had a way of bringing it out of me too. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out pretty well. You know, it's it's good. You're a good interview interviewee. You have, have <laughs> enough to say that uh, it's not really feeling like it's forced at all. So it's good. No, I agree. I agree with that. So look, look, Lucero, because we want to get you people listening to your podcast. We want people to get in contact with you. So. How can we find you and uh, like how can we get in contact with you? So um, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Life with Lucero. That's spelled L-U-C-E-R-O. And the L podcast will be launching on June 17th. You'll be able to find it on iTunes. Just find me on Instagram. I answer all DMs. Um, the website hasn't launched yet either because the podcast hasn't launched yet. Yeah, you're working on things. So working on building it. <laughs> hey, that's cool. We're going to be the first ones to be like before Lucero got super big. You're gonna, and you're on like Oprah. You can be like, well, I got my start on <laughs> this thing called the General Fitness Company cast. And the guy sometimes calls it TRX Talks. But. <laughs> awesome. I like the vision there. Thank you. I appreciate Yeah, that. why not, right? I mean, you just, just keep shooting for good stuff and like, good stuff will happen, you know? Absolutely. For, I agree. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So Lucero, is there anything that you'd like for our, our listeners, yours and mine, to know about you or anything that you'd like to ask as a question to uh, the world out there that they might be able to uh, respond back in either the show, in either via email or in a DM to you or somehow, maybe in your next episode or your first episode? You know, I do want to know what other people want to hear. I, I want to listen to the people listening to me. And okay. so I do want to know what, it, what does everybody want to hear more about? You know, okay. there's, there's so much information at our disposal, like just right at our fingertips. And I, weeding through that and making sure that I'm bringing value that's super important to me in the same way that you're doing. And you're doing such a great job at it. I told you, I was listening to a couple of your episodes and I was like, I love the content. Like, oh, I'm going to bite some of this. <laughs> um, but, you know, and that's really what we do. We, we take it and we put our own spin on it and we put our own perspective on it. Absolutely. Um, hey, yeah, that's mean... definitely what I want to, I want to hear from people. I want to know what everybody wants to hear more about and what everybody wants to talk about because ultimately we all have a voice that, you know, want to be heard. We all have things that we want to talk about and share with the world, and so I want to make sure to be doing that. All right, well, there you go. So you can either mm-hmm. you can either email me or you can uh, DM uh, Lucero on Instagram. You can find her at Life with Lucero, L-U-C-E-R-O. Am I correct with that? Yep. Yeah. I, I see you knowing how to pronounce it and spell it. Yeah, buddy. Well, I cheated. I actually, I'm looking at your Instagram page right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you could have gotten away with that. Yeah, well, I, you know what? The reason why I asked that is I wanted to ask one last question. I was looking at your, your Instagram page, and I see this 203125. What does that mean? That's the scripture. Oh, hook it up. Yeah, hook it up. Let us look, fill us <laughs> in on that one. You got you got it by heart because you got it on your Instagram page. Do you have a no? Uh, you know what? It's Uh-oh. the Proverbs thirty-one woman, and and so uh, Proverbs well twenty is the is Proverbs. It's twentieth. Um, oh, it's twentieth chapter. Bible. Okay. Uh, and then um, so the, the first says that um, she's clothed in strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. So it's you know the Proverbs thirty-one woman. This is the very famous proverb. <laughs> Whoa. I have to look, I have to, wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, 
hold on. So Proverbs is 20, is the 20th chapter in the Bible. 31 is, okay, no, 20th, it's the 20th book in the Bible, and you're talking about... That's what I meant, sorry. Chap- I said, did I say chapter? It's no, I said... Chapter 31, verse 25. Okay, chapter 31, verse 25. 20th book in the Bible. Yes, you are correct, exactly. 20th book in the Bible, cha- chapter 31, verse 25, in Proverbs, is the Proverbs woman. Now, what in the world is the Proverbs woman? Okay. You, gotta, you can't leave on now. You have to read the that. whole Proverbs to, to understand what the Proverbs woman is. Oh, what? But it's basically, like, it's the, what the Bible says is the definition of a righteous woman. And, of course, there's, you know, there, it's, that's open to interpretation. Of course. You know, as we, know, yes. as we progress with time and everything. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like the essence of what it's saying. Okay. Um, I like the essence of what it's inspiring women you know um it says she's worth far more than rubies her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value of course for those of us that are unmarried Mm -hmm. it's just basically saying like that um reliability that people can trust you and count on you uh she brings them good not harm blah blah Mm -hmm. blah and so anyways the verse that i really like is 25 Mm -hmm. she says she's clothed with strength and dignity she can laugh at the days to come so basically you know being clothed with strength and dignity and laughing at the days to come just means that we're not frightened by the future yeah. we don't fear the future we don't fear what's coming we, we we embrace it we're looking for it you know we're not afraid to face it damn yo that's like the first podcast episode right there yo hell yeah i would listen to that like what is that what are you talking about what's the proverbs woman i would yeah, totally and you know it's funny because people autom- like there's a lot of people out there who would automatically like hear bible and then feel like, oh, here's another Bible thumper, and it's not at all that. Like I said, it's, it's the essence of what it's saying oh, about yeah. me as a woman, you know, I, and what I aspire for. Of course, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, like, those people that would be, like, those people that would be turned off by that, I think those people are ignorant, because at the end of the day, it's important to know, have knowledge of every aspect of humanity yeah. that you can, because it's not necessarily, you know, people approach the Bible and I think of it as like, oh, it's it's supposed to be, everything is supposed to be factual and true and all that stuff, and it's like, well, if you think about it, it was written 2,000 years ago, and there's no possible way that anybody could predict exactly how our society would be today, but there are some, Agreed. you know, there are some tenements, and there are some basic rules of humanity that are in, you know, pretty much every book that, you know, it's... Every theology. Yeah, exactly. I've read a little bit of the Bhagavad uh, Gita, and I never, I never know if I'm pronouncing it right I, or not, yeah, but like, I've read a little bit of that, I've... I've read a little bit of a lot of stuff. And, you know, I took philosophy mm-hmm. as one of my electives. So, like, I've read about all of the um, philosophers and Plato and Aristotle. So I like to just be very well-rounded yeah. and have, like, a general knowledge of everything. And then it's like anything in life. You take the meat and you throw away the bone. Yeah. You know, you take the, val- the, the, the valuable things that speak to you. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you apply that to your life because at the end of the day, they all have that same positive essence. It's all an essence of goodness and a life of love and fullness and you know, giving back to people, that's generally the essence of all these things. It's just trying to teach us how to be good human beings. And, you know, so. Absolutely. Well, hey, I hope, uh, that's, I hope that we can, all, we can all aspire to be good human beings. And I hope all women can aspire to be good Proverbs women, as you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. And, you know, I grew, up in a, I grew up in a Christian school. And, you know, we learned the books of the Bible by heart. And, you know, I used to be able to tell you the, the Old Testament from, you know, start to finish, exactly the order of the books. I used to tell you, be able to tell you the stories. But, you know, it's different when you actually get, you delve in a little bit deeper. And that's an interesting thing. Uh-huh. So I, have to check, check a, I might actually take a look at that. And like I said, yeah, it's... You see how I split that, like, discreetly into my bio? Like, nobody mm-hmm. would ever know what I'm talking about, but it's there. What, hey, <laughs> Hey, but that's like I said, that's, you know, that'd be, I'm telling you, I think that'd be a really good episode right there. You just be like, hey, you know, somebody was asking me the other day about what the hell 203125 means. And let's talk about the Proverbs woman in today's podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you get a lot of people to listen to it. And uh, the people that wouldn't listen to it because they're quote unquote scared you're a Bible thumper, then they wouldn't understand anyways. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, yeah. So, yeah, it was really good talking to you, Lucero. You, this is good stuff. We could do this all day. I really could feel that. That's awesome. I agree. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on another one of your episodes. I'm going to have to sit and listen to some more of them. 
because there are, there's just so much good stuff out there. I'm just like, oh my God, my, my queue for like play next is so long. Oh yeah, totally with you. It's just like, you got all these people out there that are doing their thing. And you know, some of them that are great and some of them that, you know, I was a little disappointed with. Like for instance, I just heard the Ron Burgundy podcast. I thought it was going to be great. And I was, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, this is kind of, oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was really disappointed. It's just like some guy that sounded like he was kind of drunk on the radio and was not really making it. I mean, it was Ron Burgundy, but I was like, you know, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> it was literally Ron Burgundy. I was like, you know, he's good on movies, but I don't know about the audio. It doesn't really translate as well. Yeah, well, I'm, now I have to go check it out just to be able to be like, yep, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's how he's getting all these hits. People are like, nah, that's garbage, and people listen to it once and never listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll see. All right, Lucy, well, I'll let you, uh, let you enjoy the rest of your day. What are you doing the rest of your day on this beautiful Friday afternoon or evening? Uh -oh. My best friend is coming over because she wants me to dye her hair. <laughs> oh, wow. Sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun today. There you go. Uh, I'll be dyeing her hair, and then I do have some homework I need to address. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right. well, good luck. How about you? Uh, me, I am actually going to be... Maybe going out with a friend of mine. Uh, I have to do some foam rolling because my legs are, I've been running lately. I don't know if you've been checking out my Instagram stories. I'm a runner, like I've, I'm a sprinter. Let's put it that way. I was a sprinter in college. I'm 15 years removed from college and I'm trying to get back into running because I'm, you know, even though I'm a personal trainer, I'm overweight for the weight I think I should be. And so I decided to start running. And because I haven't been running as much, my whole body hurts. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing Well, everybody needs goals, or everybody has those goals. So, you know, you're saying like you're overweight for what you want to be because I've, I've seen your um, social media. I'm like, over oh, weight. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, if you saw my college pictures, you'd be like, yo, diesel guy. And then you look at that guy, and you look at me, you'd be like, yo, dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, I got to get back on it. So, yeah, I've, I've been trying to run it out, get a couple, lift a couple more weights, be a little more active, and stop making so many daggone excuses for why I, should, why I, I can't work out. We, we all have it. Even, even personal trainers, we, we do it too. We're like, ah, I don't feel like it. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, one well, more power to you. I see you uh, get, do it, doing your thing and going for your goals. So Absolutely. I believe you're going to do it. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Let's see. Well, we're gonna, I'll, catch you, I'll catch up with you again on the, on the Instagrams fairly awesome. soon. Yeah, I'm entertained by your posts. Though. They're really, really cool. I definitely like your stories. And happy birthday. Was it your mom's birthday the other day, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was uh, last week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Happy birthday again to you. Happy belated to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right, Lucero, you have a good rest of your night, okay? We'll talk soon. You too. Happy Friday. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so that was my interview with my friend, my new friend, Lucy Gutierrez, or Lucero, as we've learned today. So it was interesting. We uh, actually met her uh, not too long ago on Instagram. She was uh, just putting out some stuff that it was really interesting in terms of like how she thought about positivity and what she was doing with uh, trying to create a podcast. And I was like, ah. Oh. We kind of think the same. I was interested in maybe uh, seeing if we can have a podcast episode. And definitely did not disappoint. We have had a lot of uh, shared feelings about certain things in the in the world that mostly that we should be more open to communication and we should really be more open to exploring more about ourselves. So I hope that you uh, take that advice and I hope you really try to look inside yourself, find what is your motivating factor, find what those things that are detracting from your personality or find those things that are detracting from your life overall and handle them <laughs> so anyways i really appreciate you listening whenever you're listening whether it's be morning afternoon evening weekday or weekend i hope you're having a good one don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and as always keep good company <laughs>